The harvest is ripe, but the laborers are few. Why did he use that word? God goes to extreme measures to bring the loss to himself. The greatest gift you will ever give this world is your intimacy with God. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are all three inside of me. I've got the power right now. I think what Jesus really wants is people to go. I want to be the answer to Jesus' prayer request. Welcome to the Fuel for the Harvest podcast. When this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world, then shall the end come. Hey everyone, and welcome to this latest episode of Fuel for the Harvest. This is Nathan, and I'll be your host for today. And joining me uh, is a very special guest. His name is Hiskaius, and we are together right now here in Ethiopia. Uh, so Hiskaius, thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for having me. It's yeah. such a joy, and uh, Hiskaius and I have been traveling around for the last week or so, and uh, we've been preaching and encouraging believers here, and equipping them as laborers, and it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> I've really enjoyed our time together, and uh, Hiskaius has a lot of amazing stories to share, so I asked him to join the podcast just to share a couple. Yeah, uh, thank you, Brother Nat and Nathan, and I'm, I'm now Christian, and I became Christ, a Christian uh, since 2008, Ethiopian calendar, and I come to Christ by Wait, so uh, just so you guys know, the Ethiopian calendar is eight years behind our calendar. <laughs> right, so 1988 Ethiopia time would be 1996 uh, USA time. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. And, you know, I come to, before that, I was just grew up in a Christian family without knowing Christ in my personal life. Mm. And uh, in 1988, Christ, you know, by vision, just like, you know, Christ came to my heart. Mm. And I just convinced in his work on mm. the cross and I just submitted myself to him. And that time was the terminal point for me just to be, the, 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 you know, living in the family of Christ. You know, Christ came inside my heart mm. and it changed my everything. Before that, you know, as I told you, my life was really uh, controlled by I'm considering um, me as a useless person mm. and I just hate myself mm. and I have no joy and I have no hope of eternity after this. I was just confused in that kind of things. Mm. But when I invited Christ into my life, my life was full of joy and you know, I have, I, I just got the hope of eternity. Mm. And that was a turning point in my life. And I started my real Christian life from 1988. That, that means your calendar, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a powerful story. Yeah. Um, so before this, you were living in like remote areas, right? Yes. And you were a shepherd. Yes. And you were keeping like... My family's cattle. Yeah, yes. so cows and yes. goats and that kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, you were sitting out in the field one night. Yes. And you were doing your homework. Yes. And what happened? You know, when I was doing, I, I was grade nine student at that time. Okay. And I was reading my physics homework. Mm. And I was seeing stars in the heaven and the very beautiful creation. And, you know, the spirit come to my heart. Mm. These all are created by me and come to me. And Jesus was inviting me. And I was looking the beautiful creation of God. And that time my heart really raised up 
and looking Jesus. Mm. And that time I invited even, I, I just was running to the evangelist and the evangelist says that now, you know, it was a time Ethiopia was communist, mm. church was closed, mm. even Christian is persecuting, you know, the government persecutes Christians. They, they burn Bible, they destroy churches. Mm. In, in that time, Christ came to my life. Wow. And when I ask evangelist, please help me to pray for me. Then the evangelist computed, oh, this man has some connection with government leaders so that they can take us to jail. But I say, I begged even, I know I'm not that, but Christ came into my life. Mm. So he gave me another appointment for Sunday. It was Friday, but he gave me appointment to Sunday. Still, I was keep praying to, to find Sunday to meet them. And in Sunday, they prayed for me. That was the terminal point. I just, you know, they were even joking. Oh, this person, he will stop somewhere. That is emotional. Mm. But it's still now my Christian, my, my, the love in, in my heart to Christ is growing. Amen. Yeah, thank Amen. God for yeah. that. It's a powerful story. <laughs> so you're sitting alone in the bush. Yes. Watching the cattle. Yes. Doing your physics homework. Yes. And you're looking up at heaven. Yes. And like, you just, like, it's just like the Holy Spirit just came upon you. And, uh, as a result, you thought to yourself, I need to go and speak to a, yes. a, a local Christian leader. Yes. But because of communism, yeah, okay. these local Christian leaders, they had, they had decided we're not going to we're not going to be evangelizing <laughs> yes. because because there was a lot of persecution during sure. communist times, exactly, right? Exactly. And Christians were being thrown in prison yes. and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you guys know, but like Ethiopia had a whole 15 years, 17 years, 17 years period of yeah. communism. Now yes. it's more free. Yes. Uh, but back then, not so much. Exactly. Anyway, uh, so they they say they think you're tricking them. Yeah. They think that you're a spy sent yes. to find yeah. them. And so they refused to pray until you finally convinced them. Yes. And then you pray together, and now the rest is history, as they <laughs> yes, say. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's a po an amazing story <laughs> Thank of God. God's faithfulness. Mm -hmm. it, it reminds me of all of the ways that God is moving yes. around the world yeah. uh, in, in restricted places. Yeah. Um, together, we've been hearing stories from other people yeah. who are sharing that Jesus came to them in a dream yes. or a vision. Yes. Um, it's amazing how many people in Ethiopia these days have that same story. Yeah. Because maybe they're growing up Muslim or they're growing up in a very difficult time like yes. you were growing up in yes. the communist yeah. era. Yeah. And now, and so Jesus did not allow those things to prevent him yes. from showing up. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah, thank God. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your work these days. What, what are you up to? Yeah, this day, you know, I'm just working in outreach mm -hmm. and I'm helping people where there is no church. Mm -hmm. I'm not city pastor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just outreach pastor. Yeah. That's why I'm just working with very small Christians in the countryside, mm -hmm. especially to the border of Sudan. Mm -hmm. And we have churches, we have a small outreach center. Then we just use those people how to evangelize others. Yeah. Not one to many, but our, our strategy is one to one, especially we are using our, our local church pastors yeah. and train them to be the lovers of the, the kingdom. Wow. And through that, we just plant the church and many churches are growing. Mm. And the churches, even the big mega churches in Addis Ababa, they are not trying to go to outreach that the countryside. Yeah. But you know, with uh, 
you know, they're saying that this outreach part is, uh, Pastor Hezekiah, he, you are just go outside. And that was, uh, I love it. Mm. And I like that kind of work. And God put that burden in my heart. Mm. Especially even in this week, uh, for uh, you know, oh, I'm working with uh, uh, Brother Nathan. Yeah. And you know, those all teams are from, many of the teams we brought from, different countrysides and then we keep them and now we train them and this kind of thing is I will continue to do that yeah yeah it, it, it's uh I'm really thankful for your work yes um do you happen to know what the statistics are or the information is for how many uh people in Ethiopia they don't know Jesus do you happen to know how many yeah, percent? Yeah, you know Ethiopia is one hundred and twenty million uh, population. Okay. From that, eighteen percent only we, we can you know the statistics tells us. Yeah. Protestant Christian. Okay. And all above are you know all others you know the other the remaining are uh, Catholic. The, yeah. the majority uh, Orthodox is about forty five percent. Yeah. And Muslim is thirty five percent. And there are animists and cult teachings, and the Protestant Christian is only eighteen percent. Okay, from one hundred and twenty million people. Yes. Yeah. And uh, just so you guys have some context, um, there, the let's talk about the history of Christianity in yeah. Ethiopia. Yeah. So going all the way back to the beginning. Yeah. In the Book of Acts. Yes. The Philip talks to the Ethiopian eunuch. Yes. And the Ethiopian eunuch brings good true Christianity back to Ethiopia. Yes, yes. yes. And so for several hundred years, yeah. uh, the many people in Ethiopia yeah. are following Jesus, yes. the true Jesus, yes. and they're obeying the gospel and yes. all of these kinds yes. of things. Yes. But then what happens? You know, from, you know, we know from the history in yeah. the fourth century, the Orthodox Church established in Ethiopia. Yeah. And from before that, there was also Christianity yeah. that, you know, during the time of Philip. But, from fourth century up to ten, it was good. Mm. But after ten, tenth century, the, the the Christianity already, you know, synthesized with, uh, you know, yeah. some or you know, by this time it is not that much. The Christianity is not good uh, level of, you know. So it in the tenth century. Yeah. The the local religions begin mixing mixing yes, with yeah, Christianity, yes. which is something that we see all yeah, around the world. Yes, exactly. It happens a lot, especially yeah. when... Yes, it was, yeah, yeah. The, eighth, the 10th century. Okay. Mm. And so for for a, basically for a thousand years, yes. Ethiopia had like just incredible Christian yes. fruit and exactly. ministry and all yes, of that. Yes. And then after that, mm -hmm. uh, they start mixing. Yeah. And these days... Uh, Let's talk a little bit about what, what the Orthodox people are teaching. Uh, they're teaching basically the Old Testament. Yes. Yes? Yeah. So if you guys remember the, the book of Galatians, how Paul is rebuking them because mm -hmm. they have said, you know, they've turned their back on the simple gospel that Jesus died for their sins. Mm -hmm. And now they're trying to earn their way to God through yeah. good works. Yeah. This is kind of what the Orthodox Church is sure. teaching. Is yes. that true? Exactly. Yes, that's true. Okay. Yeah. And 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 this is not uh this is not just kind of hearsay, you know, Protestants pointing the finger at the Orthodox mm -hmm. Church. Yeah. Um many people come out of the Orthodox Church yes. tradition. Yes. Um Hiscaius has led many to Christ and yeah. other 
others in his network have led many to Christ. And they're just sharing, this is what we're learning. Yeah. And uh, oftentimes it's not even in uh, a language that they can understand. Yeah. Uh, what's the name of the language they're speaking? As Amharic? No, in, in the church, in the Orthodox church. Oh, that is uh, many of the priests preach in Giz. Giz is a language which is died. Yeah. But uh, only priests and, you know, high-ranked people, they, they understand it. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it's a big problem. <laughs> yes. So, like, not only are they teaching false teachings. Yeah. Or, or they've, they've, they're teaching the Old Testament teachings yeah. instead of the exactly. New Testament teachings. Yes. Uh, they're also uh, speaking a language that nobody speaks understand. anymore. Yes. Yes. Only, only <laughs> very, very few. Yes. Yeah. So the ministry has been kind of difficult. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So then let's fast forward. So ortho the Orthodox Church is established. Then syncretism comes in the 10th century. Yes. And then what happens after that? You know, from uh, from 8th, 10th century after this time, you know, the, the you know, we just all of us uh, Christians, we believe in the Bible, but the uh, way of the teaching from Orthodox side is different. Yeah. They're not believing Jesus is a mediator, mm. and instead of Jesus, they say Mary, Saint Mary is mediator, and Saint Holy Angels, and you know the saints who are dead. Right. These all they include as a very key uh, bodies that they intermediate between God and uh, you know people. So yeah. which is not we believe, uh, which is not written in the Bible. Right. Of course. So we don't we don't believe in that. Right. Christ is uh, fully God and fully man yeah. in, in his humanity. He inter, you know, he's mediator between us and yeah. Father. So he is also Savior. He saved us in his work on the cross. Yeah. And he is fully God. Yeah. That is what we believe. Trinity, you know, his three in bodies and three, uh, in, uh, you know, this one throne God yeah. with three uh, different yeah. uh, persons. persons. Yeah. So that's yeah. what we believe. But they... They have some different idea in that. They just believe in three different persons in one uh, throne God, but they also include some others that intermediate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they, there is some very interesting, uh, like, traditions. Yes. Like, you can't even go inside the church yeah. if you have been doing certain things. <laughs> yes. Even, even, if it's, even if it's permitted mm -hmm. by scripture, yeah. you, you know, uh, sometimes the, you can't even go inside because yeah. you have to be yeah. fasting or right. you have to be uh, somehow yes. holy. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, uh, there, there is much confusion about what is the gospel, even though there's a huge percentage of Christian, yes. that people who would consider themselves Christians, yes, yes. Uh, there's a lot of confusion. And so the work here in Ethiopia is quite large. Yes. Um, not to mention the fact that there are many yeah. living who still have not even heard yeah. the gospel in any in any way. Many yeah. Muslims, because yes. uh, there's like the, and there's many uh, 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 animists. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So let, let's talk about uh, kind of, so you're doing outreach. Yes. And your, what you're training people to do is yes. to share the gospel themselves. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. What, what kinds of things are you seeing happen? You know, this training, I just uh, spending time with Brother Nathan. What I got is, you know, uh, you know I, I, I just planned to update 
all of my all of my <laughs> my training strategy because you know i was using just generally uh, helping them i was not included in my story many mm. times mm. you know i just understood that how my story that christ has done in my life is very important mm. for the people whom i'm sharing the gospel mm. because that story belongs to god Amen. it's not mine mm. you know there are many stories in my prior answers and what god has done in my life so many things mm. but i was not sharing that just i pick from the bible and uh, you know uh, start sharing the gospel but as uh, i trained from brother nathan i i just concentrated now all the stories that god has done in my life mm. those are my tools that i can able to reach others yeah. and there is also uh, using my stories then as a bridge i want to use you know the gospel and then i want to you know ask them question <laughs> the one you know jesus did this all can able to do this for you also mm. so that it can open the ways mm. for non believers especially one to one conversation these are very powerful that what i understand from nathan and i will continue to do and update my ministry in this way mm. i will see it will be very important and impactful i that's what i considering amen thank you yeah uh, i i'm really excited about everything god's doing you guys have heard um on the podcast before you've heard us say that this message of everyday ordinary kingdom laborers um just ordinary people carrying the message of jesus wherever their feet take them whether that's the business place or the school or wherever mm. um we've told you before that it's an incredibly uncommon message globally mm -hmm. speaking mm -hmm. and that continues to be true uh yeah. even here in ethiopia yeah. um many people uh are sitting in churches thinking um that they are not qualified to share the gospel because they're not a leader. Yes. Um but now the message of laborership is here and uh his Caius is planning to continue to equip people to help them understand that even if they're just an ordinary person, mm -hmm. uh God can use them and wants to use them mm -hmm. to reach the people in their lives. Mm -hmm. So that's that's really exciting. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm super happy. Mm -hmm. I'm <laughs> I'm really pumped about yes, what God's going to do. Um what do you have any testimonies uh n n even from before we are working together do you have any testimonies of how god is moving through your ministry you know many of my my work is under very uh gospel closed areas yeah those places especially uh brothers in muslim uh, community i just you know some of the, one of my friend he came to christ by dream Mm. And the dream was, you know, he was uh, wearing the the shirt, you know, which has the cross on it. Mm. And uh, that person, you know, uh, the, the, by dream Christ came to him, and he just believed in, you know, he he just he was he was uh, persecuting church and burning Bible. Mm. in the place called in some part of Ethiopia mm. uh, so that person as uh, you know joined the uh, Christ by uh, dream and then he just wore this shirt like with cross mm. then people started him you know he he was uh, they asked him to come to mosque and pray mm. he refused mm. 
And he was even uh, using the shirts with cross and something. They just started persecuting him. Yeah. And that man was, uh, by now he's uh, pastor of the church mm. and even evangelizing many people wow. from Muslim community. Wow. And another person also, you know, the God is moving in this community, especially when I pray for Muslim people, mm. especially for their needs, you know, some of that person even by now, God blessed him so many things. Mm. Uh, I'm praying for the, the workers they have so that God may bless their workers. Mm. We are not, we do not, I do not have money to support them, yeah. but I have Christ, yeah. that Christ, you know, his provision will be with them so that they can live, you know, safely. Amen. So sometimes also I pray for their protection, so for the presence of God in their life and his, the, the provision that God can provide for them. Amen. Mm. Thank you for sharing those testimonies. Uh, it's, it's amazing to see how God is moving in Ethiopia yes, yes. and everything that he's doing and everything he's accomplishing. Yes. Um, and just know that we're praying for you. Thank you. Uh, so. we're, we're with you yes. and uh, we're excited about everything that God's yes. doing. I can add one more. Yeah. You know, the great thing that I see is uh, uh, another thing I, I corrected is we're focusing evangelism, especially the leadership part is focused on evangelism. Mm. That was a mistake that I corrected myself in this training. Mm. You know, when I go to, you know, the unreached place, I still gather many of the evangelists. Mm. But from now onwards, I do not, I just include all the lovers also, Amen. you know, the congregation, mm. you know, sometimes we say this burden is only belonging to the pastors, evangelists, missionaries, yeah. but now I just, you know, improved, you know, I understand that it is true, it is written in the Bible, but sometimes we are not applying it, yeah. but now, you know, really mm. God, you know, Jesus taught me through this, uh, my, my brother Nathan, so that you know, I'm from now onward is my focus will be, you know, including pastors and everybody need to be a lovers. Amen. Let everybody need to be lovers. And, uh, you know, we can accomplish our mission very quickly. Mm. And we, by this way, we can, if I keep many people, you know, the, you know, the workers, you know, the lovers, mm. so that we can reach out many people very quickly. Mm. That should be one-to-one -one strategy. And I will make everybody as a lovers yeah. so that I hope, I believe this training completely. First, it changed me, you know, it changed my strategy. And you now this strategy is very important and very uh, workable in Ethiopia. Mm. So that I believe I will see great uh, change in Ethiopia from now onwards. Amen. Because mm. it's not just dependent on a few. Yes. Now the, the huge amount of work can be right. spread right. among many people. Yes. And the the work will advance more quickly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm so excited mm -hmm. and praising God that uh, he brought us together yeah. because I know I, I, I love your heart. Yes. Um, thank you. His Caius is incredibly humble and servant oriented. Um, he's not he's not interested in building a big house or having a fancy car. Uh, he's just interested in making sure that those who don't know Jesus come to know Jesus. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's it's just incredible mm -hmm. to see the impact of his life um, and the way that God is using him. 
and we have some plans to continue working together yes. uh, for the sake of the gospel advancing, especially to those who have no access. Yes. Um, we're really, really excited uh, because uh, Ethiopians have special access to some of the most difficult places to get here in East yes. Af- Africa. Yes. Um, and they can be reaching unreached people that maybe a Westerner mm-hmm. couldn't reach yeah. just because of the legal systems and stuff like that. Yes. And so we are very, very, very excited. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. And uh, if you guys want to learn more uh, about what God's doing here, um, you can reach out to us at podcast at forgeforward.org. Of course, we would love to hear from you. Um, we'll answer any emails. Hezekiah, thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you. God bless you. Um, if, if you ha- do you have any prayer requests that you would ask of them to pray for you? Yeah, because my prayer is, you know, uh, especially I want to keep many lovers from Ethiopia, you know, like-minded people. So that pray for me that God may give me wisdom and, you know, you know, to get so many people to make them the lovers together with me. Amen. So thank you. Yes. So pray for more laborers, just yeah. like Jesus said in Matthew <laughs> chapter nine. Yeah. Pray that God would send more laborers here in Ethiopia and uh, that God would continue to, to work and move. So yeah. anyway, thank you so much for joining this latest episode of Fuel for the Harvest. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. God bless. Thank you.